It's 5 o'clock Mountain Time. That means it's time for Tom and Shane, business and politics. And today we want to talk about Bank of America. They're tracking uh, depositors for the US, for the FBI. And we also want to talk about uh, CNN goes right wing. And uh, we also want to talk about uh, Dianne Feinstein returning to the Senate and um, also, there's a county in New York, uh, uh, New York State, where uh, they sent out voter registration cards, and every everyone in the county is a Democrat. So we're gonna we're gonna be talking about that. Shade will join us here shortly because uh, I got uh, some camera issues, and then uh, I uh, uh, was late sending him the the uh, uh, invitation. So uh, he should be joining us any second now, and I apologize to Shane for uh, for that. Well, let's uh, let's jump into this if we uh, if we can, because um, well, it's kind of uh, it's kind of serious. The uh, apparently the Bank of America, um, at the behest of the FBI. Now this this story happened back in February, but it came to light recently when. Um, when the uh, whistleblowers started testifying in Congress. And what they found was that the, uh, the whistleblowers said that the Bank of America, uh, at the behest of the FBI, uh, related to the January 6th situation, the, they, uh, they asked the Bank of America to start surveilling some, uh, some depositors. And what they wanted to know was uh, any depositor who had bought a firearm in any state at any time that used their uh, debit card or their Bank of America credit card, any state, any time they bought a, a weapon and they wanted to cross-reference that with anyone who was using their credit card in the greater Washington, D.C. area on January 5th, 6th, and 7th. If they had rented a hotel room, if they'd uh, bought gas, if they'd uh, rented a car, uh, flown in on a plane ticket, uh, whatever. If they, had, uh, if, if they were a weapon owner and were in the vicinity of the Capitol on, on the 5th, 6th, or 7th of January, uh, the uh, FBI wanted to know who these people were. So, according to the Bank Secrecy Act, as we all know, deposits over $1,000 are sometimes questioned uh, and sent to uh, authorities. So, the banks can't refuse a uh, federal agency if they ask for information. So, uh, in this case, the Bank of America complied. And, uh, you know, whether any of these people were arrested from Bank of America, we don't know. Uh, but when this first came to light back in February, a lot of uh, B of A uh, depositors and customers said no thanks to uh, BNA, but it didn't receive the boycott um, levels of Bud Light or something like that. So in the case of the whistleblower, he claimed in his testimony that the FBI didn't solicit this from Bank America. He made it sound like they voluntarily uh, asked for it, but or voluntarily gave it to him. 
But uh, in the early reports, uh, it was noted that the FBI did ask for this information on uh, gun owners who had purchased guns with uh, with credit cards or uh, or uh, debit cards belonging to uh, Bank of America. So uh, now we find out uh, through this whistleblower who recently appeared before Congress when they're investigating uh, these uh, FBI allegations against the FBI and their their people. So uh, that's where we find ourselves with uh, with uh, with that. So uh, where this will lead, um, we don't know. Um, the uh, uh, the uh, Congress is pretty insistent about getting to the bottom of what happened to the FBI. Now, the FBI, of course, in their defense, they say, well, back when uh, Trump was under investigation and the phony FISAs and all this stuff was going on, well, we knew we knew that was going on and we corrected those uh, those things. And I would have to say, I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think you corrected much of anything if you ask me. But, um, you know, on the surface, it seems like uh, they would uh, they would, uh, you know, uh, try to try to get to the bottom of what happened. So. So anyway, a list of gun owners in Washington, D.C. on January 6th provided the FBI by the Bank of America. So that is uh, that's our top story of the day. Uh, the other story that came out is um, CNN is moving to the center. Uh, according to their CEO, uh, the CEO says that uh, they are going to look at all issues from both sides. And uh, several reporters, two at least, uh, have been called on the carpet for their criticism of the Trump town hall broadcast. Now, as many of you know, Trump, uh, CNN received a lot of backlash for even putting Trump on, let alone uh, putting him on. Uh, prime time in a question and answer type uh, situation. And, um, you know, the moderator, uh, if you remember, um, was a reporter in the White House uh, at the uh, before she became an anchor at CNN. So they have a history together. They fought back and forth on various things. And of course, she tried to uh, fact check him as she went along. Uh, but uh, as we all know, Trump is going to be Trump. And, you know, you either like it or you don't. And you take it at face value. So, but uh, they are insistent uh, that uh, CNN, uh, so a couple of these reporters who uh, treated this uh, uh, emotionally, uh, you know, they just don't like Trump. So they said CNN shouldn't have any business having him on. Uh, CNN retaliated with saying that when uh, McCarthy was running for the House, uh, 75, uh, um, 75, uh, uh, or not delegates, uh, 75 representatives, uh, were interviewed. 41 of them were on in, uh, CNN before they went on Fox news. So they claim that they are moving more to the center. They're going to be more, uh, equal and balanced. If you want to, if, if any network on television can be balanced today, I would have to say I seriously doubt that uh, they are going to be. But um, anyway, that's uh, that's where we're going with uh, with that particular uh, story. So we'll uh, we'll wait and see how CNN handles this thing. We've got an election coming up. There's going to be a lot of Republicans running. Trump's running. Uh, Tim Scott just put his uh, name in the ring. 
and uh, uh, Nikki Haley is in there, uh, Asia, Asia Hutchinson, <laughs> easy for me to say, uh, is in there, and um, you know, there's a couple others that, uh, uh, well, Ron DeSantis will probably hop in there uh, this coming week. Uh, he's been uh, busy passing all kinds of anti-abortion, anti-LBQWZY uh, things in uh, Florida. And uh, the NCAA uh, just uh, issued a no travel warning for uh, black Americans to Florida because it's a African-American hostile state. So uh, you could take that. Uh, I think if the kids want to go to Disney World, uh, mom and dad are going to take them whatever color they are. So I, I don't think that's going to do much. And plus uh, tourism in uh Florida has rebounded quite nicely, according to a recent reports. So they, they're doing just fine, I think. So there, there we are. So, all right. So we got to move on to Diane Feinstein. Now, Diane, uh, as you may know, she was out for three months. She had shingles. Uh, she's 89. Uh, she'll be 90 or so in a month, I think. And um, she came back to the White House, uh, wheeled in in a, in a wheelchair, you know, at 89. She's a little frail. Uh, she's had a lot of health issues uh, throughout her career. But uh, this one has been kind of serious because when a reporter asked her, asked what she did with her time off, uh, she had no idea she'd been gone. Uh, she said, I, I haven't been anywhere. I've been here voting. Uh, so. Uh, now they're suspicious of well, uh, you know, is this is this another uh, uh, like the like the uh, uh, guy from Pennsylvania, uh, John, um, whatever his name is? Uh, but uh, yeah, she doesn't seem to be cognitive uh, as to where she is. Nancy Pelosi has put uh, the daughter in charge of uh, wheeling her around Washington and staying with her. And there's a reason for that, because Nancy Nancy uh, wants uh, Schiff to take over Feinstein's uh, Senate seat in November. And if Feinstein resigns because of health reasons or any other reason, then uh, Gavin Newsom will appoint uh, the next senator to fill out Feinstein's term. Now, Newsom likes Barbara Lee, who's a Democrat of California and is also black. He has political aspirations, we believe, and will probably announce uh, his candidacy against Joe Biden sometime in the near future. So I think uh, he feels maybe uh, appointing a, a black uh, senator to take Feinstein's place might get him some points with some of the black voters who are uh, suspicious of Republicans to begin with. and. Uh, you know, he feels it may give him a boost uh, in the ratings. So Feinstein, it's in her best interest, she thinks, to keep him in place because otherwise uh, Adam Schiff will have to run against Barbara Lee in November. So Nancy is on board to keep this going, uh, to keep Feinstein there, hell or high water. Uh, you know, it's weekend at, weekend at Diane's uh, while she's uh, there because she, I, I don't think, if she doesn't know that she's been gone, I seriously doubt that she can comprehend what she's voting on and, you know, will just be sort of a rubber stamp of whatever Pelosi and um, 
you know, uh, Schiff want. So uh, that's that's going to be a uh, that's going to be a touchy situation uh, as uh, time goes on. But um, John Petterman's the other guy I was trying to think of earlier. Couldn't remember his name, but. I mean, this guy, uh, you know, even knowing, even knowing his malady beforehand, Democrats still put him in office. So it's no surprise that Diane Feinstein is going to hang around uh, with uh, propped up with Nancy's daughter uh, to uh, make sure that uh, she stays in place because Nancy wants Schiff in that in that slot over there because they're good friends. They're both California. Uh, they're both in the same districts. And uh, so, uh, yeah, she uh, she is 100 percent behind him. Uh, she liked the way he handled January 6th and the investigations into Trump and all of that. So, um, yeah, she feels he's the he's the best man for that position. And, um, you know, Gavin Newsom has his own uh, thoughts on, uh, you know, if he didn't do Barbara Lee, he could do another uh, black, uh, uh, you know, liberal from uh, some other part of the state. So there's that danger that Nancy doesn't want that to happen. So we're keeping Diane in place, uh, propping her up, uh, you know, putting a pencil in her hand and uh, doing the check mark for her if we have to. And uh, that's that's your government. That's where you that's where you are as we as we go along. So. All right. Our last story. <laughs> this was really this was really bizarre. Uh, NASA County, they've got a primary election coming up in, uh, uh, the, uh, in June 27th and they sent out voter registration cards or voter cards, I guess, uh, confirming, you know, that you're a registered voter and, uh, you know, an alert to vote in the election and every single one of the 500,000 Republicans and, uh, independents who live in that county where their party was switched to Democrat. <laughs> Nassau County, New York now has 100% Democrats. And as you can imagine, the uh, the uh, cards and letters started rolling into uh, the uh, uh, election uh, headquarters and the uh, mayor and the, or not the mayor, but the county people, uh, you know, as to what's going on here. How come <laughs> How come all those? How who changed my party name to a to a Republican? So I don't know. So anyway, our uh, good friend uh, over at YouTube, uh, 010, uh, one, uh, 010 YouTuber, <laughs> when dementia and mental issues are more desirable to the left than Doctor Oz or Trump, we are in trouble. Yes, we are. That's for sure. Getting back to what we were talking about with uh, Diane Feinstein, and. Um, Getting back to our uh, our final story here on the uh, NASA County, uh, 100% Democrat there. So uh, elections are already suspect after after uh, uh, you know the 2020 election when COVID was here and you know yeah everybody had to wear masks you couldn't vote in person and you know all of those things uh you know and a lot of people think the election was stolen some people think it was okay uh you know some people think there wasn't enough to overturn the election and uh so you know everybody has their opinion on whether or not that election was uh was above board and uh i have no reason to think it wasn't i i don't think there was enough there's fraud in every election i mean we we know that but uh, whether there was enough to overturn the uh, the results, uh, I I doubt it. I I don't think so. So, but anyway, uh, 
but uh, yeah, the uh, now Nassau County says uh, even though the cards that were sent out were incorrect, the polling uh, place has your correct uh, uh, political designation uh, on file. So you're gonna you're gonna get the appropriate. Uh, you're going to get the appropriate ballot uh, because the Democrats don't want 500,000 Republicans showing up at the Democrat primary to to uh, vote for the weakest candidate. So they've kind of got themselves in a little bit of a pickle there. And the, the tra- they trace the problem down to the printer. Uh, it's a printer in Rochester, uh, New York, uh, that they uh, use, uh, uh, Phoenix Publishing. And uh, they uh, admitted their error. And they are correcting it, and they hope to have uh, ballots out uh, this Thursday. Well, not ballots, but the corrected cards out this Thursday to, to put people at ease that their uh, correct designation will be uh, will be honored uh, at the June twenty seventh uh, primary. So we hope <laughs> all goes well. Uh, I I think it's you know it's always interesting these things come up that <laughs> uh, it would have been a bigger story I think if everybody in the county had been flipped a Republican if they were a hundred percent Republican this would be on every network around the world everywhere, but since it was flipped to Democrat uh, everybody uh, you know, looks at it with oh well business as usual so that's that's where we are so. What can I say? So, all right, that's going to wrap up our stories today. Uh, we'll find out more uh, as time goes on. Uh, more whistleblowers are going to uh, testify in front of Congress. So we'll see how that plays out as the months go on and, um, you know, how this plays into the election, uh, if it does at all, and um, whatever house cleaning uh, is done over at the FBI and how much more of this uh, situation is going to come up. Well, only time will tell. So I guess we're um, we're in for a long, hot summer uh, as, we, as we go through all this uh, all this stuff that's going to uh, come up. The debt ceiling uh, still got that going on, and um, you know Trump's got more trials uh, on the horizon. Uh, will CNN uh, cover things more clearly? Well, I don't know. I think uh, uh, you know you can. <laughs> If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, uh, that's my thinking on CNN, MSNBC, and all these other, uh, all these other guys out there. So, uh, so yeah, uh, may we? Uh, oh, uh, maybe weigh in on the Target tuckback lice soon. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Yeah, yeah, I was reading about that today. The Target. Uh, Target has been asked to pull their stuff back. Uh, they get it out of the front of the store, put it in the back of the store. They've got these uh, swimsuits with a tuck-in pouch uh, for uh, you know in their in their women's swimwear. Uh, they've got uh, you know the all the uh, kids' toys. They got toddler things, uh, you know, with all the uh, all the appropriate colors and uh, sayings on them. And uh, so, yeah, that's uh, uh, maybe we'll go into more depth uh, with that on Thursday. Thanks for reminding me of that because that was uh, that was a uh, kind of a fun thing when the, the, the uh, folks looking at Bud Light and saying, oh, wait a minute here, because we have this Pride Month going on. So we're going to put everything in the back of the store. Uh, it'll be about a third of the size that it was. So uh, Target doesn't want to be the new Bud Light. 
uh, as, as we get through this, get through this pride month and we'll, I don't know, I don't know where this is ever going to end, but, uh, at any rate, uh, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's just so ridiculous that, uh, you know, that we're even talking about these things. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm done with it. I think so. <laughs> hey, don't forget if you like comment like this, Hey, don't forget to subscribe for us. Hey, we just passed 500 uh, uh, subscribers. We're halfway to our goal of a thousand. So uh, by all means, if you haven't subscribed already, hit that subscribe button, smash that uh, notification bell. You'll always be notified when we're on, no matter what time zone you're in. So if you're watching us on other continents or uh, anywhere in the U S or Canada or Mexico or beyond, uh, ring that notification bell. I'll always let you know when we're going to be on, no matter what time it is. Like us, leave a comment. Let us know the kinds of things you want us to talk about, because we'll be happy to uh, we'll be happy to do that. And um, we really appreciate you guys uh, very much uh, subscribing to us, listening to us, being here uh, while we're on. Reminder: We're here every uh, business day or every uh, Tuesday and Thursday, I should say, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. During business hours, I guess I should say. <clears throat> so uh, five o'clock mountain time every Tuesday and Thursday. And we hope that you will subscribe, ring the notification bell, like us. And uh, we really appreciate so much all of you who have supported us and uh, have uh, subscribed. And we hope that will continue. So that's going to wrap it up for me. Thanks for watching. And we will see you on our next podcast on Thursday. Thanks for watching.